Hi, and welcome to Customer Experience Leaders Chat by Nice Reply, where we talk to support professionals from all over the world and discuss what's behind their team's success. This interview is brought to you by Nice Reply, an all-in-one customer satisfaction tool that helps you measure and improve the quality of your customer service. We are here today with Jeff Beaumont, the Senior Manager of Customer Success Operations at GitLab. Jeff, thanks for being here. Thank you, Greg. Thanks for having me. Um, Jeff, I'd like to start off by asking you to describe what Success Ops is and, and specifically what your role does. This is a pretty unique role uh, in the industry. Yeah, so Customer Success Ops is born out of, um, I, I guess, a way to think about it is that we had sales ops, and that's kind of been industry standard, totally normal. And then as we've grown the CS org, or customer success org in this, in this context, the idea is that, hey, there's a bunch of people that also need support from an operational standpoint. And that could be, uh, and it varies from company to company, it could be things like enablement, it could be developing processes, building out systems such as Salesforce or a CSM tool, um, reporting, dashboarding, comp. It depends on the company, it can vary, uh, but usually it's gonna include things around developing processes, documentation, making sure the systems work, integrating different systems, reporting and dashboarding is kind of the plain vanilla one, and then it can expand or contract from there. And then here at GitLab, what it is, is we're part of an overall team called Field Operations, uh, which services the entire field. So that's sales, that's uh, our solution architects, our professional services team, our, our CSMs or technical account managers as we call them here. Uh, and so I work in a, in a much bigger and broader group, uh, kind of centralized operations team where we do, we have a, a team for enablement, we have a team for analytics and dashboarding, we have uh, operations and we have a few other uh, groups, uh, say like a Salesforce administration team and handling all the internal integrations. So it can vary. Um, that's just what it is at GitLab, at plenty of other companies. It, it has many different forms. But it's all about, uh, or the goal of operations is saying, how do we make this team more efficient? How do we, in, and so we're, we're thinking about uh, if we, especially for a larger team, how do we make, how do we reduce the number of clicks? Uh, so how can we take this process and reduce it from 10 clicks to two clicks? Uh, another one is around accountability. How do we make sure that people are doing their jobs uh, and that they themselves, the end user or the, the CSM in this case, knows where they're at, knows where they stand, and then their manager can work with them, uh, such as a report, like how many accounts do I own or what activity do I need to do this week to take care of my customers? So accountability would be number two, and then number three would be uh, uh, visibility. So similar to reporting, you can't fix what you can't see. Um, a, a helpful or apt analogy is sunlight is the best disinfectant. And you can't measure what you, what you can't, or you can't manage what you can't measure. Um, and similar to that, oftentimes a simple report can take it so far, can, can take it much further than where it's at currently because you might not have known that these customers weren't being taken care of or that these customers are at risk of churning or maybe um, that these things are or are not happening. So that's kind of what operations for customer success looks like at, at different companies at GitLab and then kind of the, the overall uh, goal or intent of it. Yeah, so what you've described there is a, is a very broad set of tasks. How, given that breadth, given, given how many things you've described, how do you as a 
company know that you need a customer success operations team? So early on for most companies, uh, customer success operations or enablement or whatever else is usually a duty held by someone else, whether it's the manager, the director at a really small startup, probably CEO. Um, and then that grows. And so as a team grows from say, uh, uh, you know, three founders to 10 people to 20 people or more, uh, what you're going to end up finding is that instead of the CEO owning, how do I, you know, uh, things like, uh, to, to pull an, an example outside, outside of customer success operations at the beginning, the CEO is probably going to do payroll and eventually they're going to find someone and say, Hey, I can't keep doing this because I have these other demands. I need to go hire someone to run payroll. And you're going to see the same thing with customer success operations. Initially, the, C the first CSM is going to do it all because they're training themselves. They're figuring it out themselves. And then that, as that team grows, maybe it's a manager who does that. Or maybe it's that one CSM who loves training other people. And it's like, hey, you know what? I really like doing these trainings. I like coordinating this stuff. Um, and so sometimes that person might say, you know, like we need a CS ops person. I want, I actually want to move from being a CSM to doing that. But as it grows over time, what you're going to find is eventually you're going to hit a tipping point or a breaking point where you say, we have so many CSMs or we have so many support reps or so many of, of whatever that it would honestly make way more sense for us to invest in either a part-time or full-time or whatever level of team that you need for customer success operations to make the rest of it efficient. Uh, an example would be if you have three CSMs and, you, and you're thinking about hiring a CS ops person, like that CS ops person, all other things being equal, like salary and costs and overhead and everything, would have to make those existing CSMs at least 33% more effective or efficient just on that merit alone uh, without any other thing, you know, all other things being equal. That said, if you have a team of 10 CSMs, then you're only looking at, you know, that CS ops person only needs to make everybody at least like three or 4% more efficient and it pays for itself. So yeah, the, it's very interesting to hear about the scale issue and how you have to um, drive effectiveness across uh, the entire team in order to justify the role. So maybe the next obvious question is, how do you find those efficiencies? So I try, there's a few things that I consider. Um, this is probably going to be a, an overused colloquialism, but I try to start with the end in mind. Like, what am I trying to solve for? And then work back from there. So is the goal simply to reduce a few clicks? Like, okay, but, but what purpose does that serve? Is that serving the purpose of just making it making someone's life easier. I mean, there's merit to that, but if the purpose is to say, Hey, if we reduce these clicks, uh, that means I can move on to the next issue or the next ticket or the next customer that much faster. And instead of being able to take of this many, you know, only being able to address uh, this many customers, maybe it's like 10 or 20 or hundred or whatever it is. I can take more cool. Or if it means I can, take care of those customers in less time. And that frees me up to do other projects, maybe uh, strategic work or writing knowledge base articles or something else. That's another thing. So start with the end in mind is number one. Um, some of the other things that I try to do when evaluating what, uh, what I, or evaluating customer success processes, and then maybe even uh, to expand your question a little bit, making 
recommendations for improvements. I try to think of, at least when I join a new company or when someone asks like, hey, what should I do in this scenario? Uh, I want to put myself in the CSM's shoes. I want to, I, at, at a minimum, shadow them and understand what do they do because what you'll find is if you ask someone, hey, what would you like to see improved? Uh, they might have a lot, they'll, they'll share pain points and, I, and that's a great starting point. But oftentimes what you'll find uh, by watching someone are the things that they're not even aware of themselves. Uh, either because they're not conscious of how many clicks that they're doing or because they don't know that it, it can be reduced. Um, that person that takes 10 clicks to do that thing, well, that's just the way I've always done it. And they might not know that you can actually get that down to three or four clicks or two clicks or whatever it is. So sometimes I might want to shadow somebody and go, oh, that's how they do this. Oh, there's a way easier way or a faster way, or um, it takes the same amount of time, but you can glean so much more data in this. Um, and then lastly, I, I touched on pain points, but another consideration that we need to take into account is as CS ops, are we focused on solving pain points or are we focused on opportunities or both? And there's room for both. We don't have to stick to one or the other, um, but it's perhaps an analogy would be helpful here. It's like uh, if you go and buy a home, um, some people, some people want to buy a fixer upper and they're like, you know what? I just want to buy a fixer upper. It's way cheaper. Uh, or maybe I get to like, I'm going to demo it. And like, I want to build my own thing and I can buy a fixer upper and I can, and I can just level it or strip it down to the studs. I want to do that. Or maybe you say, I just want a turnkey home. And so it's important to know what environment you're entering. Am I jumping into an environment where the first several weeks, months, or even year or years, I'm just in there like putting out fires and solving problems? Or uh, am I going into a fairly turnkey place where everything's fine, I just need to make a few changes? So, I mean, that, that actually is a perfect analogy because it leads nicely into what I was wanted to touch on next. So it sounds like you're, you're driving a lot of projects. You're, you're discovering gaps and, and you're just, you're, you're going to drive change through a set of projects. Um, how is it structured? You know, for example, do you have to get buy-in for each of these projects from, from leadership within the in success organizations or executives? Or do you, are you seen as kind of the, um, you know, the, the, the subject matter expert in this area and, you know, the projects that you want to drive just to have automatic buy-in? How, how does the structure of decision-making on what to focus on work within a success operations context? Ooh, good question. So I think yes to it all. Uh, on one hand, there's certain things that when it comes to uh, high visibility projects, you absolutely need to get buy-in because one executive might want to say, hey, I want to solve this problem. And then you need to get more people involved. There's a group of stakeholders. Um, another thing that, you know, sometimes I just take it on myself if I just see a project that needs to get done or should be done and I don't expect too much uh, pushback or questions on that or if I think people have asked for it in different in different ways or different ways of phrasing it, I'll go do it. Um, and I'll just transparently share like, hey, everybody, I'm working on this project. Here's what it is. I'm, and then if anyone has a problem with it, you know, then they can raise it with me. I think the third option that I try to do is uh, be a consigliere. And that is be the advocate to, uh, to the executive or to the, 
the leadership team or the management team and to come in with both uh, when they have suggestions and ideas to both give uh, critique and feedback on that and say that's a great idea, here's some things to consider, or that's, that's a bad idea, or that can work, but we have to do this, this, and this, or to be able to say, as, as their advocate, to say, have you considered this other option or, or, or timeline or whatever else? And to be able to offer that pushback to them of saying, it's great that you want to launch 10 systems and that you, uh, you're fired up about all these different things. You want to, you want to have all this change. Um, but you need to consider how we're going to roll this out to the different teams or how we're going to do this or how we're going to do that. Um, and that takes on a different flavor for different different executives and different times of year. It takes on a different flavor uh, before budget season than after budget season and mid-year as well. But I'd say the things to consider are, is this something where you need to get stakeholder alignment across a bunch because it, there's more value in sharing that than not sharing it. Um, the other one is there's gonna be smaller things, uh, improvements or whatever else that you know are gonna benefit them because you've been in their shoes before. Like for example, for myself, I've been a CSM, I've, I've led a, a support team at a prior company and I've been a director of customer success. So I, I intuitively understand what the needs are. So for someone like me, I don't need to necessarily ask, hey, exactly how do you want this report laid out? Um, because I already have an inkling of like, okay, if I was in their shoes, I would want to do it like that. And I think that's where having walked in their shoes before is uh, added a lot of value to me here. And then the, the third point to reiterate is uh, be their advocate, be their consigliere. Jeff, that, that's all fast, fascinating. Uh, what, a, what a very unique role in, in, you know, in, the, in the concepts of DevOps and sales ops, which we all just accept exist. I, I think there's definitely a place for, for success ops in in, uh, in our type of industry. Jeff, thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate your input. Thank you, Craig. Awesome. Uh, and uh, thank you all for listening to Customer Experience Leaders Chat by Nice Replied uh, with today's guest, Jeff Beaumont from GitLab. Make sure to check out our other support interviews and more quality content at nicereply.com. At nicereply.com.